0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Lamo. this is program number 544, 544, if you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape, uh, they're both free, and uh, including the postage and handling. I've got a uh, strong message, some Bible reading today, we've got letters and music, but right now let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask Him to anoint this program and everyone on it and i'm going to ask and pray the lord that he opens your hearts your souls your minds and uh, your spirit to receive everything that is said on this program uh... and pray that lord don't let anything come over or out of my face that is not directly from your throne i want a true anointing father god uh, That the souls in the world might be saved, that the devil may be stopped, that the church be strengthened, and that uh, there is an end to all these wars. I know that that's not going to happen, Lord, but uh, keep us, all the born-again of the spirit Christians and those that are going to be saved, out of all harm's way. Lead, guide, and direct us, as you did the children of Israel in Egypt to be in the proper place when you started pouring out your plagues. Father, I ask it in Jesus' name that you rebuke Satan, uh, in Jesus' name, and that uh, and uh, everyone says amen. 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 All right. Now, uh, as I said many times before, that I did the promotion for the singer, Ruvan. He used to be on my record label, Kalamo Records. And uh, here he is uh, to sing for you. He's on RCA Victor now uh, to sing the Lord's Prayer.
1: forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for the
0: drove on on rca victor records the way that works is i recorded on a whole album of uh on my label and uh when i sold him to rca victor what they did is made me give them my uh, tapes that we taped him with over at uh, pat boone studio and over at t t and g studios on the second floor over on sunset and highland and we had to give them all of our tapes, all of my tapes. And uh, But what it was, was I got a very good price for them. And uh, it's just amazing that they didn't want to record my stuff because Ernie Freeman that did a lot of stuff for uh, Victor Damone and Frank Sinatra and um, Perry Como and people like that, they, they was fantastic songs. And uh, they just, what they do is they kill them. And so I'm the only one that has my album, except for the people that bought them when they were on the market before RCA bought them from me. Thought to give you a little bit of uh, history, uh, everybody seems to be interested in, uh, you know, where I come from and what I do, especially the government. <laughs> <laughs> they think I came from the moon, and who knows, maybe I did, right? And, Okay, so here's uh, Sharon. Uh, who's got the letters tonight, Sharon? Okay, where's the first one from?
1: From El Salvador, San Salvador, El Salvador. Okay. Beloved
0: You have to say.
1: Beloved yeah. brother Tony Alamo, I greatly appreciate your previous packages sent to me. Your materials are a great help to the ministry of evangelism. They are a great blessing to the souls who need Christ. For this, I write again to solicit more literature, Bibles, and Messiah books to continue on in the work of the Lord. We sincerely work for the Lord, and we distribute every piece of literature and the Messiah books with much prayer, so that every piece of literature by you, which is inspired by the Holy Spirit, can fall on good ground. May the Lord bless your family with good health and everyone who makes this great ministry possible, along with you, Pastor Lamo. Cecilia Aquino from San Salvador, El Salvador.
0: Cecilia. Oh, sounds very uh, Italian. I used to live in Cecilia, Cecilia, in Palermo. Okay, I, I love it over there. It's so beautiful. And now we have another letter. Where is it from?
1: Rumfi Malawi, Africa.
0: Okay. Uh, never been over there, and I don't have any desire to go there, and that's probably where the Lord will send me. <laughs> I really do not want to go to uh, Japan uh, or China uh, or uh, Africa or India unless I don't want to go anywhere unless the Lord sends me. But if He sends me, I go willingly. Okay, what else?
1: Dear Minister of God, it is a great joy for me to write you these words from my home area in Malawi. I am certain that this has directly come from God, that the knowledge about the existence of your ministry had to be known to me for the good of my Christian life. I am now sure that God wants to instruct me through you. Truly the Lord blessed me in coming across your message. I read it and felt very happy. I was very impressed and shaken to have found such a powerful message. I see myself as a lamb and you as a shepherd. I commend your effort to spread the gospel through your writings. One finds them very interesting and rewarding to read. Your messages are fresh bread coming right from heaven. I see that God has empowered you with a certain capacity upon which you are able to carry all these miracles. I congratulate the good Lord for erecting such brave ones and the way he is using you in these last days. Again, I see that God has raised you in order to promote his kingdom on earth. I am hungry for more such writings, and if you place me on your mailing list, I would be very grateful. I am a convert and a school student. It has been my everyday wish to be connected to a well-recognized Christian body. I forward a very big thank you to my Heavenly Father for attaching me to your dedicated ministry, and I will respect it always. Keep on with the good work of God, and remember to store well your God-given blessings. Once again, thanks be to God that you and your ministry exists. I will continue counting on you for strength. It will be like a jar full of olive oil to me if you will choose to write me back at the earliest. Goodbye, and I leave you in the bosom of Abraham. Amen. Praise the good Lord. Wacha Naya Sulu from Rumfi Malawi. All
0: right, praise the Lord. I don't like to have anyone give me credit for uh, being anything other than Christ that does all the good works in me. And as far as being brave, I'll tell you, if the Lord puts the fear of him in you as he has me, you'll be brave too. Because um, I have so much more fear of God than I do have of death. I have much more fear of God than I do have of all the human beings in the world if they rose up against me. And yet I have enough faith to know that if all the human beings in the world rose up against me and god wants me to live he'll annihilate all the human beings in the world that are worldly human beings to save me all amen. right amen. so i believe that god is on my side and if god be with me who could be against me and through christ i can do all things amen? amen The one thing i know that i can do and i've done it many times i pray to god to absolutely wreck. Uh, the demonic people on the face of this earth that are never going to repent. And they say, well, that's not love, brother. Let me tell you, see, these people that say there's no love, they're the ones that are showing no love whatsoever to Christianity. They're doing everything in their power to destroy Christianity, but we keep getting bigger and more powerful. And a lot of you people out there, I don't want you to mistake that Catholics are Christians because they're not they're the exact opposite of christians and they call themselves christians it's uh, actually the most deceptive organization on the face of this earth because they're powered by that great red dragon the devil the bible says and he's been cast down to earth now he used to be able to bring petitions against christians at the throne of god he would go up and bring petitions against job and uh, Uh, the only perfect man on earth at that time. And the Bible says that Noah was perfect. And you've got all these false prophets today fighting the truth. And um, they're trying to tear the Bible apart, but they can't. That's why I love it when the Lord gives me um, uh, extra uh, wisdom and knowledge and understanding on the different scriptures that people uh, keep saying, uh, uh, twisting them. And uh, just the other day, he gave me a... uh, Scripture regarding the uh, 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 how that Jesus was able to go through a wall, without, when the door was locked and shut, and there were no holes in the wall, or windows for him to come into. And uh, you know, people, there's bombs that they make today that vaporize people. Can you imagine that? Here you are, and there you're gone. Amen. Yeah, yeah those people that were in nine uh, eleven over there at Ground Zero. They vaporized. They couldn't hardly find any of those bodies. So how was it that they were there, and yet they're vaporized there? They breathe uh, the people were breathing them into their lungs. And all the asbestos and steel particles, they've breathed them into their lungs. And hundreds of them have already died that have breathed in the fumes. And many of them are on their last legs, they're about ready to give up the spirit. But when i was telling you about the, the lord he made everything in the world out of atoms and these uh, he made everything that you can see out of things that you cannot see and so you can't see atoms or molecules or uh, any of these type things uh, that scientists talk about and the lord talks about you, you cannot see them and so the lord is able to because he's spirit and he was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit. And it's very seldom that you ever see anybody that has ever raised up anybody from the dead. Now, Jesus raised up Lazarus from the dead, and the Lord raised up different people from the dead. But nobody rose theirself up from the dead like Jesus did. So Jesus was, uh, and still is, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I was mentioning this in a message the other day. So there's some people in the world that I was saying in the message yesterday that they would uh, separate the Father from the Son and the Son from the Holy Spirit. But God is spirit. He's not a ghost. Uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit is not a ghost. And Shakespeare put that in the Bible because he tried to flower up the Bible to where it would seem... More acceptable to Gentiles that uh, love to uh, talk about Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, the tooth fairy, and all these things that don't exist. And uh, so, but the Lord uh, tells us that He is a spirit, and all those that worship Him see, you have a spirit inside of you as well. And no one can see that spirit, but I saw in a vision where Uh, Susie was a spirit and she was coming out Uh, I didn't see her body or anything but I saw her spirit and she was very angry about something and she swiped her hand at me and the uh, her hand like a cold cold chill went through me and I wondered what this was and I told her about it and she says I don't know Tony and because she wanted me to preach the gospel because she was so sick, and I just wouldn't do it on television. And so I imagine that's what it was, or I really haven't been able to come up with the entire conclusion, but at the uh, the time when she died, I was sitting there, and she was dead. She was pronounced dead, and she was laying there in her bed, hospital bed, and all of a sudden, I felt her spirit rising out of her body, and I felt that cold sweep going through me. And I thought, my God, what, what is that? Why uh, is she so upset with me? And I guess uh, what she told me to do is she said, if you don't get me out of this hospital today, uh, I will never be able to get out of this hospital alive. And there was so much confusion there because Susie's sister was there and a bunch of uh, other people that uh, are just confusionists, and they were causing so much confusion. And Dr. Hogue, who was the doctor there, uh, I was telling him, we've got to get her into another hospital. He says, you can't move her. She'll die. And I said, she told me she had this vision and that if I don't get out of there, I get her out of there, she will not get out of this hospital alive. And he said, she's got a brain tumor, and she... She just is not, uh, I've never, never, Susie has never said anything that uh, didn't come to pass. Well, in the confusion, I saw this nurse holding a needle uh, up in the air and smiling with it over to her face, and she shot Susie with that needle while I was trying to get her out of there, and she died just a few hours after that, and so... I don't know, that might have been what Susie was upset with. Um, I haven't got the slightest idea. I pray to God to show me what that was. And it was, uh, I believe he was telling me that it's because I wouldn't, on television, preach the gospel. We were on television for 10 years, and she said, at least you have to sing some songs. And so I said, well, I don't really feel like a singer anymore. But I'll sing the songs if you want me to anyway. So I did. And thank God because there's... uh, I did quite a few of them and I've got a whole catalog of them over here. And some people enjoy them. Amen? Amen. Okay, so anyway... The reason I was telling you that story is because I saw her spirit. And there's another person that I saw their spirit that was the same way. It was white. And I could see... Uh, Her hand's in the air, and there was like sparkles and everything. And that person has uh, many times gone astray, but I've rebuked and uh, reproved that person so much that it seems like she's uh, coming to, she's becoming conscious of the things that she did, and she knows better than to do them any longer. Hopefully, praise, praise the Lord. Uh, Do you believe that there's any other Holy Spirit in the universe besides the Holy Spirit who also gives life? The life-giving Spirit, the uh, uh, life-giving, the life Spirit, the eternal life Spirit? There's no other one. In the entire universe, there is only one Holy Spirit that is able to give you eternal life. The Holy Spirit. That's eternal life. We have to admit that the Lord Jesus was the last Adam who became the Holy Spirit. That it is scriptural and even logical. Yet a lot of people think that they still feel that we can cannot fully understand this matter. Uh, Well, I understand it. I understand it very well because I've seen so many supernatural visions, signs, dreams, and wonders. But they just throw up their hands and say that we must realize that there are many things that we cannot understand. But if we seek the Lord and ask him, he communicates uh, these things back to us very well. Uh, God knows how to talk very well. As a matter of fact, that's how I got saved, is by him audibly talking to me. And um, it's it frightened me, really, you know, to know that there's a God that knows everything about you and has the power to pull the breath out of you. Now, some people think that's very, uh, yeah, they don't pay any attention to that. And I can see it on their faces. They just stare and roll their eyes back, you know. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a tough guy before I got saved. A real tough guy. I mean, that I would do a lot of things that I wouldn't even dream of doing now. Because, uh, And I was miserable. And I was bitter. And I was very cold. When I see people rolling their eyes about God, I know how stupid, utterly stupid, and how void they are of the Holy Spirit. Because God uh, scared, frightened the devil out of me. He scared the devil out of me. Uh, And nothing else in the whole world has frightened me. Nothing. I was as cold and I would be just as uh, back then, in those days, if anyone tried to do anything to me or to destroy my goal, I wouldn't even think twice to uh, do something or send somebody over to them to play with their nose, maybe rub their ears together or something. Um, and so people never messed around with me at all before I was a Christian. But when the Lord started pulling the breath in and out of my body, I was so frightened because I finally realized that there was a God. And I finally realized that he has the power to pull the breath out of he was He's playing with my breath, just like that was a yo-yo. Like he'd pull the breath out of me and then put it back in me. And every time he'd pull the breath out of me, my body would lunge forward and then he'd put the breath back in. And then he said, now thou knowest. And this was inside my whole body, all around me. In my mind, everywhere. And people that don't serve the Lord and don't uh, fear him, there's nothing to them. There is uh, like garbage. Uh, it's what the Lord says. He says they're like chaff, something that you burn. Okay, so every person has uh, two hearts. They have a physical heart and a spiritual heart. Jeremiah seventeen nine tells us that our heart is... Th- filthy, rotten, and incurable. We can't cure it ourselves. You have the scripture. Okay, read it. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The Lord knows it, and I, I didn't know, it. but the Lord, when he came down with the Holy Spirit, he revealed to me how utterly nothing I was. And I thought I was the smartest person on the face of the earth. Then I realized people that are just mere Christians, I thought, were stupid and that I was smart. Uh, I really thought I was so smart because I didn't know anybody that made as much money as I did. And uh, so I thought whoever makes the most money is the smartest. And I figured, you know, I want to be in the big cities because uh, little towns, small towns, small mines... Small towns, small minds. Like, people in small towns can be so afraid of you if somebody just starts passing false rumors about you. They're so utterly small-minded that they just, uh, and that's what the government does, is they make up different fallacies about you, and they keep coming at the press with them, and the press keeps printing them, so that eventually, they, you hear it so many times, just like you're hearing. They've been going, and pumping on this, uh, political situation with all these eight people that really, um, are going to make things worse than ever before. Right now, uh, we've never had such bad times in the entire world. Our whole economy is shot and the government has given our country away to japan and germany and to all of our former enemies that they brain damaged us into fighting i mean every time uh we they had a japanese and a german flag in our school and we could spit on it if we give them five cents and man there'd be a lineup of kids there that we'd spit on it now if you do anything like that well they just think you're evil And what we've done is given all of our uh, manufacturing of clothing over to China. And we've given the automobiles uh, business and television and all that over to Japan. And uh, Germany gets a lot of automobiles and so on. And our people are on the street and broke. And many people are being put out of their homes because they've lost their jobs. So we're in a lot of trouble. It's the end of time, folks. And uh, so the heart... Your heart, so you're trying to use your own understanding, so your mind is filthy, and so is your filthy heart. Uh, It's rotten and incurable. This is our spiritual heart. Uh, The dead one, that is. Your spirit is dead until the eternal life enters into it and raises your dead spirit from death unto life. It's resurrected. Another thing, too, that you must pay attention to is the Bible says uh, we're vapory. We're like a vapor that appears for a moment, and then we're gone. Amen? Amen? Okay, then it says we're grassy, and we're like shadowy. We're like a shadow that appears for a while. Okay, well, Jesus is God. He's the Father. He was Emmanuel with us, which means God with us, with human beings and that he is also the Holy Spirit because after he ascended into the kingdom of heaven, he became the Holy Spirit that uh, gives, that dispenses immortality to people. When you call upon him and ask him to come into your heart. But really, you're not going to serve him unless you fear him. How do I know that? Because he says that in his word. Amen? Amen? He says, I put fear... Uh, on Mount Sinai, we started talking to the entire Jewish nation. He started saying what the Ten Commandments were, and there was fire and smoke billowing up. And uh, there was an earthquake, and the sound of trumpets, and his booming voice coming down from heaven just penetrated every fiber of everybody's being like it did to me when I was in the office that day. He was saying, get up on your feet. I am the Lord, your God. Stand up on your feet and tell these people in this room about the Lord Jesus Christ and that he's coming back to earth again or thou shalt surely die. And so I did. And there's that I've written it up and it's on tapes and you can have a copy of tapes of my conversion. But, you know, a lot of people said that they had supernatural experiences with the Lord, but I can't understand why they didn't continue on. Uh, serving him because to know the Lord uh, is the Bible. The book of James tells us that if we say we have faith and we don't do the works, if we don't, he said, I'll show you my faith by my works. He said, faith without works is dead. Amen? Amen. So you really don't have any faith unless you're doing the works. But we're not supposed to go out and start teaching or preaching uh, unless we know the scriptures very well and that's why so many millions of people are being saved through this ministry is because I know the scriptures Mm -hmm. okay the Lord scared me to the point to where I study and I want to make sure that I'm telling you the right thing because uh, I will be responsible for every idle word that comes out of my mouth and so will you and any words that don't come out of your mouth if you know to tell somebody something and you don't do it then it comes against you on the day of judgment so uh, we have this spiritual heart and the dead one our physical heart can be seen uh, you could put you on an x-ray machine and then you can see the heart beating in there but uh, who can point out where his spiritual heart is or his spirit I know where the spirit of a per- person is it's right, uh, you know, in their belly and right up into their uh, chest area. That's where the spirit is. And when the spirit leaves a person, it comes right out of your mouth. Isn't that something? Because, you know, the Lord said that he blew the breath of life, just one breath of life into your nose. And the Bible says, Cease see, from man in whose nose is one breath. For how little is he to be accounted of? But if you don't have the fear of the Lord, you're nothing. You're absolutely nothing. If you lose the fear during the day, you know, I I had the fear then, and it's just kept with me all this time, and it keeps me from falling away from the Lord. So we know that we have such a heart because we have emotions. We have thoughts, and we also have a will and a conscience we have ideas some of us have such big ideas we have ideas uh, we experience the action of the heart every day but we cannot point out the location of this spiritual heart of ours Uh, in like manner every man has a human spirit and a soul but can any man point out the location of these parts of his spiritual body well i i've seen spirits i've seen the spirit of uh, people a person that i've seen myself in the spirit form and i saw a person that's in uh, this very room right now uh in their spirit form and i saw sushi in the spirit form and i've experienced that many supernatural experiences because and i've seen it Now, no man can point it out, but God can point it out to you if he knows that you really want the fear of the Lord and you really want to serve him. And he knows that you're not going to be able to do it unless you have the fear of the Lord. And so if you want to really serve the Lord and make sure you're serving him, then pray for the fear of the Lord. for Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the fear of the Lord is wisdom. Amen? Amen? And so that's why we should pray. God give us more wisdom. But when you ask for it, remember one thing: God's going to give you fear of Him, and that is the fear uh, to not keep His word. Because when you don't keep His word, now there's a lot of people that just sin every day of their lives. They lie every day, and the Bible doesn't have any special hell for liars, and another hell for adulterers, and another hell for fornicators. And another hell for filthy dreamers and a, a, a homosexual hell and a lesbian. They all go to one lake of fire. Amen. Yeah. It all goes to one hell. There's not a hell number one or hell number two and hell number three and four and five or six, seven, eight, nine and ten. So um, we can't see these spiritual parts of our body unless the Lord shows them to him. And he's shown them to me enough to where I know that there is a spirit And I've heard the spirits in hell screaming their heads off and moaning and uh, praying, you know, just say, oh, God, we're here and it's all over. And it doesn't make any difference how much you pray in hell. You're never going to get out of there once you're there. And thank God that once we're in heaven, we can't get out of there either. But we know better than to sin because God is not going to have another place of sin for people to go to after they die. You either go out to if you're going to the kingdom of heaven there's no sin there whatsoever there can't be any sin on your soul for you to get there to me it makes um me want to worship the lord all the more to know that he can appear physically to us if he uh, desires to do that now, the lord can uh, talk out of the mouth of a donkey amen he did it in the bible right amen. Okay, so he can appear to us in a vision, or he could uh, come and touch us, or he can just come and yank the soul out of your body, your spirit, and cast you down into hell. And he said, well, you're using fear tactics. I'm preaching the Bible. Amen. Okay? Or he can appear to us as he did on uh, on the uh, road. Um, and then also the when he was... Uh, he cooked and ate fish for his disciples uh, does the spirit eat fish No. spirits don't need to eat fish amen or they no. don't cook okay but he did amen no. did you ever see a spirit eat fish no. or anything for that matter and that he could also walk through a wall Uh, uh, like a wall. It's nothing for him to do. Amen? Amen. So we need to worship the Lord because we have a spirit. He says the way that we worship the Lord is with our spirit. Uh, Our body, no. Our soul, no. We have to worship him with our spirit. And when we worship him long enough with our spirit, we also will begin worshiping him the the spirit of god will bleed over into our soul and will also be uh our bodies will start doing the works of the lord because works faith without works is dead amen Amen. so we need to worship the lord because we have a spirit a soul and a heart now serving the lord also involves the body because he wants to use our bodies as an instrument to um, preach the gospel through, to teach, to go places, to visit people in hospitals, to visit people in rest homes, to visit people in jails and in prisons and different places like that. We need to let the Holy Spirit, if we're getting convicted, that we want to go there but we just don't have enough guts to tell people that we want to go and to start organizing a little witnessing party of people to go to jails, to prisons, to um, worship him or to go to a rest home where there's nobody being visited. And those people in there, the Lord says that those people are him. Inasmuch as we've done it to the least of his people, we've done it unto him. So he wants to use us, and when we get in there, he doesn't want us to just sit there and stare at him. He wants us to know the Bible well enough to be able to dispense his spirit into them. Because if we have the life-giving spirit in us, well, then we are able to dispense that same spirit by preaching into other people. So we're living. We all have a certain dispensation of time to dispense the Holy Spirit. So you're either dispensing the Holy Spirit or you're dispensing the uh, unholy spirit into people. Come on, let's go do this, or let's go do that, or let's go uh, spill blood. Let's go say bring up false accusations. Let's be busy bodies. Let's uh, be backbiters. Let's lie about people. Let's see if we can destroy them. Let's see how much satanic power there is in us that we are able to destroy people's reputations because that's what we want to do. We want to say that Jesus never rose from the dead. If he did, then how come I saw him appear to me in a vision in my room? Amen? He's very much alive, okay? He looks more alive than anybody I've ever seen. He looks just like a human being, but he looks like he's uh, alive and, and you can see that he is and that he's in very good health. So he can walk. Uh, he can vaporize himself and walk through a wall or then he can turn himself uh, back into uh, flesh and bone. Amen. Amen. So we, and we are flesh and bone and we also have a spirit. And when our spirit removes from our body, we'll be able to walk through walls as well. If the Lord wanted us to be in the flesh, uh, we could do that. I remember one day I prayed for a person that was dead, crushed under a vehicle, and the man got up and said, what is everybody staring at? And we said, well, you were dead. He said, get out of here. And the man left the ministry about a month later. He was dead. <laughs> okay, so uh, we need to worship the Lord because we have a spirit, a soul and a heart where they are and how they are uh related to one another unless the lord shows us we can uh, know that if we read the bible and if the lord shows it to us in visions or dreams but a lot of uh i i never asked for these visions or dreams I never said, oh, God, give me a vision, give me a dream. That's the last thing I wanted because I figured I'd die of a heart attack if I ever saw a vision or a dream. And the Lord kept pelting me with them one after the other. Okay, even uh, I thought I was going to die when we saw flying saucers. And we know they're not from another planet because we prayed to the Lord and asked him to show us if there's such a thing. Susie did most of the praying on that. And sure enough, here they came squadrons of them. And they came so close to the car that I thought they were going to crash into us. And they were not made out of metal. And they're like spirits uh, of the Lord surveying the earth. Angels surveying the earth just before Christ comes back to earth again. And so you see all these carnal people on television trying to make you believe that they're from another planet. Don't believe them. It's not true. You don't have anything to fear but God. All right? Because it won't do you any good to fear Satan. That just make God angry. Fear the Lord, and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. So we uh, we can know if we read the Bible or the Lord shows it uh, to us. But a lot of these uh, theologians just throw up their hands and say, "We don't know everything." and we're uh, limited in our knowledge or amount of understanding but we can receive the facts according to the holy word of god the holy word of god tells us many truths all truth concerning the father the son and the holy spirit we receive these facts and say amen to them If you're not saying amen, well, then you're a disbeliever. You don't fear God. This life-giving spirit now that the Lord has been glorified, over 500 people saw him ascend into heaven. Uh, He is now the actual Holy Spirit. The Bible states that he is the fullness of the God of God. He's the fullness of God. He's the the fullness of the Godhead bodily. If you receive the word of God, you will understand this and you will say amen to all the facts in the scriptures and the revelations that uh, in uh, resurrection, the Lord Jesus, our Lord and Savior, has the last Adam and he is now the life-giving spirit. So the Lord himself is the all-encompassing God. He covers every aspect of eternity, of the entire universe. He is everywhere. Uh, You don't have to scream and huff and puff uh, at him to get some kind of an answer. Uh, I never even screamed at him or asked for any kind of a uh, revelation whatsoever. I never asked to be saved. until he showed me heaven and hell and I said I just didn't even ask the guess I said Lord don't send my soul to hell don't send my soul to hell please Lord oh God and I was screaming and yelling and I was doing that in front of a rock and roll group that I was managing at the time and when I got up from there they said that was beautiful and that was really beautiful I didn't care and um i was saved giving life unto all those who comes unto him so the lord will give life unto you if you come to him and ask him but you know if you're not sincere you're not fearing the lord it doesn't uh, mean anything so now who's going to start reading from the first chapter of ephesians
1: who
0: i have it. okay well let's start
1: Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which okay. are...
0: Okay, um, Paul was an apostle, and, um, uh, he was a, an apostle, amen? amen? Amen. But not by the will of man, was it? No. Uh, what was it? I, I am an apostle also because you're not a true apostle unless you've seen Jesus and I've seen him, Okay. And so did Paul. He saw him on the road to Damascus. He never saw him in the flesh. Well, he saw him. Okay? On the road to Damascus. So you're in verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. By the will, it's God's will to save that soul. And so many people are comparing themselves to the apostle Paul. It wasn't his will. He was just, uh, quite a bit uh, like me, but not exactly like that. I never killed any Christians that I knew of. I never really killed anybody that I knew of. But I might have scared people to death or something like that. I have no idea. But uh, I never really uh, pulled the trigger on anybody or uh, hung anybody or choked them or anything like that. But by the will of God... You know, it's the will of God. It's like they go over that, they glaze over that so fast it makes me sick to my stomach. Here I am just in the middle of promotions and all this kind of stuff in Hollywood, full of bitterness and hatred for all the things that i had gone through in my life. And I look at people today and I see that they've gone through a lot. I mean, they've gone through more. Some people have gone through a lot more than I have. They've seen their mothers and dads uh, murdered, little five- and six-year-old children over in Africa and different other places overseas. And Chinese people have seen their loved ones killed, murdered by a bunch of anti-Christ people. But by the will of God, now God, he actually, that's uh, so complimentary that Paul said that I was saved by the will of, Nobody else willed to come after me. Nobody else was uh, had the guts to bring the gospel to me. Uh, It was God's will to save my soul, and I'm so thankful for that. By the will of God to the saints. uh, So, in other words, I'm writing to you saints which are at Ephesus. And to the faithful... Now, faithful means that the faithful ones do not commit sin. If you say you're a faithful servant of the Lord Jesus Christ and you lie, you steal, you cheat, you commit adultery in your heart, uh, homosexuality, you get into involved with that sort of stuff, or lesbianism or any of this kind of stuff, you're not faithful. I mean, don't give me that stuff. And you're not going to be able to... Uh, get around god i mean he sees everything that you're doing he's everywhere he's the air that you breathe the very breath he's given everyone one breath and that's all you have that's one breath between you and eternity and you know how fast a breath can go out of your body Hmm. it's amazing i've seen so many people just drop dead i saw a guy in hollywood he came out of the cleaners, and he had a, a shirt and a pair of pants in his hand. He was a man about 50 years old when I was around 17, and this man dropped dead right in front of me, and uh, it was frightening, and he hit the sidewalk, and his head bumped on the sidewalk, and I saw a big spot of water coming out of every part, you know, you your urine comes out of you and everything because your whole insides collapse when you die. And uh, it was just happened. I thought this guy was uh, getting his uh, nice shirt. It was like a Friday. And he was going to go out and have a good time, he thought. But he went right out into... If that's what it was, then he went right out to hell. I don't believe that the Lord would take a Christian that way, a true Christian. And so, which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Now, if you're in Christ Jesus, you're not going to sin anymore. You've got these preachers saying, well, of course you're going to sin. Not if you're in Christ Jesus. Not if you're a real saint. It says, grace, which means power, be to you, power of God be to you, and peace. Peace. The peace comes from you knowing that you're saved and that if the breath goes out of your body like it did that man. And I saw another one dead, and the same thing happened to him in front of a place called the Bison Bar on Last Chance Gulf Boulevard in Helena, Montana. And the other one, the one that dropped dead with the cleaner, was there in Hollywood. Okay, and I've seen people killed. Grace be to you. Power be unto you. And peace, the power of God be from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Well, God sent Jesus Christ into the world. uh, With Him in that body, that human body, so God is in Jesus, and we have to realize that Jesus was a man, and that God was in Him so jesus was a god man blessed verse 3 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all he blesses with all spiritual blessings so we already if you're a saint you have every spiritual blessing there is And all day long, I'm doing all kinds of reports. I go through many letters, and I go through all kinds of problems in the church. And there's many people that uh, are around me that can testify to that fact. Okay, so all of spiritual blessings in heavenly places, we're sitting with the Lord in heavenly places in Christ. Because Christ is above all the heavens. And so you wonder how you go through the door. Well, this is even uh, where Jesus went through a wall. We go through the uh, kingdom of heaven, and we go right up to the highest place where Jesus Christ sits. And we, while we're here on earth, are right there in the kingdom of heaven. So to, to me that's just as spiritual and just as powerful or even more so. Amen? Amen. So if we can do that, can't you imagine that Jesus could walk through a wall Amen. and say, Well, we don't know these things? It's for sure that I do, okay, folks? Amen. Okay, verse four. According as he He God has chosen us in him, before the foundation before the foundation of the world that we should be holy not sinful holy and without blame before him in love and love means keeping of God's commandments so we can be if we love the Lord then we keep his commandments but isn't it funny how so many people lose sight of that during the day and the reason for that is because they don't keep their eyes focused on the Lord now focus on the Lord just for a moment here because uh, this is a time that I always invite people to be saved and uh, it's very simple you can walk right through the veil you can become spiritual a spiritual God man or woman right now by saying this prayer and you may say how does he do it I mean, it's just by saying this prayer in faith to the lord and that happens so say this prayer to the lord now and uh mean it with all your heart as much as you can say this to the lord say my lord and my god have mercy upon my soul a sinner i believe that jesus christ is the son of the living god and i believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins and i believe that you father god Raise Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. It's according to your word. Your word says that you will uh, accept all those that approach you, that come unto you, shall be saved. So say, just uh, say, I know that you've heard me, therefore, and I know that you have answered me. Therefore, and I know that I'm saved, therefore. And just now praise and thank the Lord and say, praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And now, um, just keep that up. And now we'll read the King James Version, not the New King James Version uh, of the Bible. And Sharon, tell them how uh, to receive a copy of this program, number 544. It's free. Even postage and handling is taken care of.
1: Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479 782 7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406.
0: This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for another powerhouse message from the Lord in the Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm telling you the truth that this world is not the devil's world. This land, the entire land around the entire earth is mine. And it's yours if you are a Christian, okay? And let me sing the song for you, This Land is Mine, words by Pat Boone himself. This is uh, a song called Exodus. This land is mine, baby. All right? And it's not the devil's, all right? Okay, go ahead.